Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. My name is Aid, and this is the show of the year. This is the show you've all been waiting for. It is show number... 300 and something or other i forget um but it is also the sunnies awards for 2022 <laughs> and we have of course uh, uh my two special co-hosts here uh, rach and claire and um the prodigal son has returned to us for yeah. a visit <laughs> oh, oh, oh everybody it's a christmas miracle i'm <laughs> It's a Christmas Graham, everybody. Uh, what? That sounds like Santa Claus. I know, I know. Well, what do you think I've been doing these last few months? Getting the presents ready for my traditional trip around the world. I'm very busy. Yes, and practicing your Dickie Attenborough accent. Well, I was really going more for Brian Blessed, but you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Much of a podcast live. <laughs> That's a bit more Brian Blessed, yeah. I'll give you that. Well, uh, okay. So let's let's say how, how is everybody, Claire? How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Feeling really festive, and it's so lovely to see Graham. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> yeah. I, how do you follow that, Rach? How are you going to follow that? I was like, is it? <laughs> oh, obviously i just obviously uh no it's really lovely to be here i'm feeling uh yeah very festive actually i turned mm-hmm. the laptop around today so i've got some christmas decorations up behind me claire's got the christmas tree behind her she's got the yeah. lovely um, woolly hat on graham mm-hmm. i can barely see him because he's buried under this enormous jumper um uh, and he's got a lot of face fuzz at the moment as well uh, to, to also keep him warm. And I've got my my Fair Isle uh, kind of uh, Christmassy jumper. This is as Christmassy jumper as I managed to get. It's, uh, it's got reindeer. snowflakes and reindeer nice. on it. That's pretty Christmassy. That's a there good Christmas jumper. Um, and a nice glass of red wine. Absolutely. Yay. Good stuff. And Graham, how are you? I am very well, thank you. It's a delight to be back with you guys before Christmas. It's nice to see all your faces. I have missed seeing your faces. Um, uh, mind you, I am half halfway through a bottle of toffee vodka, so that might be why I'm feeling I've missed your face. But no, it's lovely to be here. <laughs> lovely to join you for the sunnies. It, well, absolutely. Uh, and uh, as we were discussing just before we started, you're going to be our photographer reacts in a YouTube style today. Yeah, yeah. I said that I haven't got one reaction level available. That is horrified. I'm going to be horrified by every one of these results. Okay. <laughs> well, given that the answer to everything is Ilford HP5+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me on to my first rant of the evening, actually. Um, the first uh, of many, I hope. The, oh, absolutely. So, some wag decided they were going to answer the studies, all seven c- categories, with simply the answer, Ilford HP5+. Plus. <laughs> I approve of that move. This is clearly um, a reactionary uh, move, um, in the sense that uh, we have no category for favourite or best film this year which of course historically for those that have never heard the Sunnies before Ilford HP 5 Plus has always won like every year ever without fail I think Um, so we can we can that this year (laughs) well that's because surely that's because Ilford HP 5 has at this point been indoctrinated into the film Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it's (laughs) now up there it's got its it's got its lifetime achievement yeah, exactly. award, right? yeah. Should it yeah. not be called the Rock and Roll Hall of Grain? 
No, very well. That's why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. It's it's marketing genius like this that has made me the accountant I am today. <laughs> It's probably also because you actually finish work on Thursday, so you've had a couple of days to get your head like, ah, oh, back into. Yeah, uh, no, I'm in, the, I'm in the hole at the moment. You know that hole you get to when you work for months, and it, and and like you finish work and you get sick and you get tired and yeah. you sleep all day and you're yeah. absolutely exhausted. Yeah, I'm deep in the hole at the moment. Oh, well, I suppose at least hopefully you'll be climbing up the other side by actual Christmas. So that's I will nice. do. I will do. Yes, mm. yes, because it's, it's really handy actually. Because everybody yeah. in our house was sick last week, so hopefully we've got rid of our Christmas bugs. And by the time the weekend rolls around and it's actually Christmas, yeah. then everybody will be fighting fit. Um, or and quite just fighting, depending on how the day goes. I guess we'll do that anyway. <laughs> 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 so we are here all four of us which is a marvelous thing and it is the sunnies uh mm. so yeah i, I sh- should we just dive in or has anybody yeah. got has anybody got any any opening speeches you know because like, i'm not yeah i'm not here just as the the mm. only compare there are four of us has anybody got any hopes or dreams for this year's sunnies oh my word well, I was about to just sort of like talk about a couple of things that, that happened for me this week, but in terms of hopes and dreams, that's a that's a whole different thing. Well, actually, some uh, of the things that happened to you this yeah, week yeah. do include hopes and dreams, don't they? Yeah, maybe. Um, no, I was just going to mention that um, I did the um, festive edition of the virtual film development party. So for any listeners who don't know, um, I run a monthly virtual film development party um which i host and people join us from all over the world which is lovely um i had to slightly change the the timings and so i normally do it on a kind of like sunday afternoon uh, uk time but i wanted to make um i might make a few changes to that to let other people get a chance to join because obviously we're in so many different time zones around the world um this one was actually Friday evening instead. So that was really lovely because um, we had um, Bill Two managed to join us mm-hmm. from Australia, um, just outside of uh, Sydney. I say just outside. I think it was about five hours away or something. That's pretty <laughs> um, close by in Australia. Yeah, it's a very big place, Australia. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I believe so. Um, and he was out shooting a sunrise with his chroma camera, which mm. large format camera. So that was really nice. Although obviously he wasn't developing anything. He was out shooting a, uh, a trichrome, which is really lovely. It's very exciting and looking forward to seeing what, what he makes with mm. that. Um, we think that, that we may have some red and green and blue like goats and llamas and things. <laughs> fun. He's been um, sharing some on the Discord, actually. They're awesome shots. I'm really excited about that. Mm. Oh, so you might have already seen it then, Aid. I, uh, I don't know if it was that one. Um, uh, I don't, He's just been uh, working on that, I think, recently. Is yeah. Like process. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we had a, a lovely chat about the other cameras that he brought with him. And Hilary also joined. And uh, she had um, accidentally sent her film merrily on its way in the camera bag off to london so she got everything ready at home for the party um with a developing tank and her chemistry um and and knew exactly where her film was it just wasn't with her (laughs) so so yeah but she did say i have got some tattoos that i could do whilst i'm on the call so i was like cool let's do that instead um film-based tattoos that came came apparently from analog windland so there was some little extra freebie temporary tattoos and she there we go graham is holding up his own little pack of uh temporary this is is news to me i haven't seen one of those since 1978 yeah um we definitely did have 
we had them in the 90s as well. Don't worry, Aid, it's okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's nice to see <laughs> yeah. them there. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know how long they last. So Hillary may well be tattooed until after Christmas, who knows? Um, so uh, yeah, that was great. I also had everything apart from my uh, changing bag. <laughs> so uh, it started with the first three or four minutes um, where I was like, I'm literally just going to have to switch off every single light and get under the table and uh, and try and load my film in to my dark tank so it was uh hilarious much hilarity ensued um about the fact that um, we were on the virtual film development party that i do for my patrons and none of us actually managed to properly <laughs> um achieve that um for the festive edition but usually we do manage to process film and actually i did actually get a roll of film out of the other end two two mystery roles um one of which turns out was um eight years old um, and I just think, isn't it awesome, right, that this, yeah. like, latent image has been sitting there for eight years on this mm -hmm. roll of film, mm -hmm. and I processed it, and then I got to see it, got to see the light of day, which is fantastic. Really so, yeah, um, really, I was like, oh, it's kind of magical, really. It's the miracle of Christmas, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, I managed to come out with a, roll, a couple of rolls of film at the end, and some, obviously, tattoos for Hillary, and uh, trichrome for Bill, too, so it's all good, anyway. Mm. So that was me. Um, and last kind of moves uh, of stuff into my new space. Uh, I've got one last workshop. I've just been, obviously, there's just been loads kind of like going on in the lead up to Christmas. Um, and uh, I've got one more on Thursday. So is that tomorrow? No, two days. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then I can, and, and then on Friday, I managed to get my glasses. Yay. So Friday, I get good eyes, hopefully. That's what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> busy, busy week. Yeah. Standard, really, isn't it? <laughs> Can I share? I don't get to do podcasts. Or not, I don't get to, I don't do podcasts these days because it's great not hearing my voice. I'm loving that. But um, seeing as I have this platform, since I was last on here, I have bought two, count them, it's quite easy, there's only two, two new cameras. <sighs> and in the spirit of all good bottom of website adverts, number two will shock you. So, um... A Holger. <laughs> we could, no, it's not. I already have a Holger. And that's just shocked me. I know what so. it is. Can we, actually, can we, can we guess, right? So... <laughs> I know what it is. Can we yeah. guess? Well, this seems like this competition might be slightly <laughs> loaded in your favour. No, I don't, I don't actually know, obviously. I was more... You 100% do know. What? Yeah, yeah. How do I know? Well... How do you know what I know? Hello. I, I told you. Oh. <laughs> right. It's we been a busy few weeks. A long conversation about it. Oh, okay. Well, it's been a busy few weeks, and it, it may have just filtered through weeks. my brain. So I actually cannot think right now what it is. Is okay. it TLR, Graham? <clears throat> I was going to guess. Let me tell you what my first camera that I bought okay. is. Okay. So the first camera that I bought is a Bronica S2. Ooh. So uh, okay. for people who don't know what Bronica S2 is, which is potentially quite a lot of people, they're not a, they're not a particularly often talked about camera. It's basically a Hasselblad-style camera mm. made by Bronica um, from the 1960s. Um, it's a good camera. They, I think they were very built with a high degree of complexity, which has meant that they don't, Nobody wants to work on them, um, and they're a little bit delicate. When I I bought this one because essentially Simon Forster um, 
bullied me into buying it. Uh, into it. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> and the first thing I had to do upon guessing it was send it to Lyndon at Lyndon <laughs> um, Cameras to get a repair done to it. Focus up. It is all working fine now for given value of fine but it's nice six by six format um you can change the backs on it it's good as long as you're very gentle with it and don't and it makes a noise like the end of the world whenever you fire the shutter and you have to be quite brave even just cocking the shutter because you kind of wind it on as you would with a Hasselblad or a TLR wind it on and you get to the end thing oh, I'm done but no you have to go crunch wind it on one step more and it's not a great feeling yeah Lyndon did it once and refused to ever wind the camera on again after that so that's the first camera that I bought mm -hmm. yeah go on let's see you're never going to guess what this camera is but I'm going to give you all a guess of what it might be okay remember it will uh, shock you this is important okay. so, will it be really shocking then I'm going to go with a constructor a Lomo Lomo constructor no, I already have one of those depressing pieces. You hate of them. You hate yeah, them. I know. That's, I'm justified in my hatred. I already oh, I have one. I, I love them, liberal. Yeah. Um, I've just remembered what it is. Mm -hmm. You're right. You did tell me. It's mm -hmm. just popped into my Does head. it begin with an L? No. 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 I don't know. You'll, you'll never guess. Hey, do you, want to even, do you even want to throw a guess out there? I'm going to say it's a cannonet. You are the closest aid, um, although I did actually just sell my Canon there. Um, it is <laughs> close enough. A, it is a Canon uh, <laughs> 5D Mark II <laughs> noted uh, analog camera. Ooh, the Canon 5D Mark II. Yeah. It's yeah. not an analog camera, just for listeners who are like no. confused. <laughs> that's that's no. a, an interesting choice, sir. Yeah, well, somebody I knew was selling one, and you know, I was like, like, well, I don't have one, and I don't have a full frame <laughs> digital camera. And despite the fact that I haven't shot with the digital camera, I do have barely at all over the last three years. This seems like a good idea, so mm. um, I bought it. I've justified to myself before we started talking. Aid, you were telling us that Kodak have just announced a. Was it seventeen percent? I think, I think yeah. yeah, across the uh, oh, sort oh, of oh, on yeah. average, it's about seventeen percent. Is what I've read across several of the news sites today. Yeah, so <laughs> partly because of that, um, but also because I'm really quite keen to what I want to get back into doing more of is practicing and playing with stuff. I did a lot of that when I first got into photography and I've done less of that as the years have gone by mm. because for all that I love shooting film, film's not a great medium for just playing around and practicing because you're paying for every single shot. Um, so I bought this camera thinking, well, it's great because it's full frame. I can use a lot of the lenses that I have on it and get them working as I can because I'm, I'm really keen to improve my portraiture. I want to get used to using some lights and stuff like that. And just muck around with stuff like that. Mm. So it's going to be a great tool for me to learn and get better on and then transfer that knowledge, hopefully more easily to film. So yeah. that's why. You're the third person this week that has mentioned digital. But I, I, two oh, of everybody. Wow. Two of the people know recently said that in the new year, they're going to be um, shooting less film and um, moving over to digital because of, you know, costs i suppose mm -hmm. um i've even been wondering you know with all the i've been looking a lot at the uh, a lot of the ai artwork that's coming out you know and some of it is 
indistinguishable. If I pronounce that right, uh, from, from some people's, in you know, you'd never tell, which makes me wonder: will there be a role for photographers, and will there, will models even exist in the future? You know, maybe that's a conversation for aid on the, yeah. the photography. Yeah. We, we we talk about that sort of thing, yeah, on that show. Um, and uh, I think uh, as ever, you know, the technology arriving does change stuff, but mm -hmm. the creative creativity. Uh, is is always going to be a thing yeah so you know at one level you can treat these things as just new creative tools to explore yeah um but uh yeah so well graham uh, congratulations on buying a digital <laughs> camera um i'm sure there are many things you could do with that digital camera that uh you can't do with the camera that you were just talking about not having used for the last three years <laughs> uh yeah almost none actually <laughs> oh, you can shoot the whole of something as opposed to just yes. like a crop of it yeah no, exactly exactly of it all. the whole you can take the whole photograph now <laughs> just part of a photograph yeah exactly is this a half a cookie right yeah this is a full fat cookie that i've got now so i'm good, I'm good. okay all right well that blimey okay all right so so uh claire how do you follow that any any news this week you want to yeah i've got no news no just like being <laughs> i'm getting ready for christmas beating the cold although i was a bit behind i went to a wedding in um the autumn a friend a friend of mine friends of mine got married and so i took some pictures obviously i was not there <laughs> no way was i there kind of official photographer or anything like that but i took more of the moments in between you know had my cameras um so i've been trying to sort of do scanning and making putting a um a photo book together for them for a christmas present nice but i i don't think it and because of different things and there's been postage strikes and all sorts of different things i think it's going to probably be more likely to get the between the christmas and new year but that's all right isn't it yeah sure it is, i mean yeah. that, that's a beautiful gift anytime, yeah you know so that's my most photography thing i've been working on this week Cool. Well, one of the big photography things I've been working on this week is going through the multitude the, uh, of results and, and input and, yeah. and voting on the Sunnies Awards for 2022. Yeah. Uh, you know, I now, ha I now have some level of insight into to how Jeff feels when he has to process, what is it they call it? The prodigious mailbag uh, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, they, the tumescent, I think, was the, the word. I, I don't think that's a word that we should use on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, having said actually, that, which leads me actually on to, to rant number two, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that at least one of the returns, possibly more than one, uh, was submitted by none other than Jeff Greenstone himself. <laughs> <laughs> There's one yes um, and one. You'll you'll be uh, able to spot them. I'll call them out as we go through, because um, uh, okay. there is so so so. The, th first of all, actually, before we dive, th thank you to everybody who has yes, has responded to our shout out for the Sunnies. Uh, it's been fantastic to see so many uh, things come in, uh, so many, and so many different points of view. And there's definitely uh, loads of stuff to talk about uh, in the next short while. So um, without further ado. Um, 
I shall announce, I shall do that at number one. Uh, now, just actually, sorry, just before I do, I won't know. Actually, there will be some further ado uh, because we've got to figure out the ground rules. So I can see all the results because I've processed them all. Graham is our photographer reacts in a YouTube style. Um, shock and awe, uh, I'm sure will be. Um, oh, can you do both shock and awe or is it shock and awe just a single reaction with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mostly stunned silence, which is not going to be great for podcasting. This is reminds me when we shit, we talk about black and white. You know, so like or both the colours. We have black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or which is which I uh, or one of my favourite film quotes of all time, which is uh, two fellas go up to the bar and the bar lady says, "Yeah, actually, we have both kinds of music here: country and western." <laughs> Name that film. Is that Blues Where? Brothers? It yeah. is the Blues Brothers. Well done. Wow. Well done. Excellent. So I deliberately did it without the accent so that people would make the question harder. And because the accent would sound silly if I tried to do it because I <laughs> yeah. did it wrong. We'll get Jeff on to do the accent for you next yes, time. Yes, because he's great at accents. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, so Rach, you can see and you're, 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 you can see the document. Can't you? So maybe we can take it in turns again through the categories. But Claire, are you going to be surprised or are you going to peep ahead? <laughs> Well, I both. earlier, <laughs> and unless things have changed or I've calculated, calculated things wrong, I've ta- I've I've got the results in front of me, but I can't see the the document. Okay, all right. So, so Claire I'll may do... well be surprised. Okay, that. okay. So right. if, if if the full count up, because you didn't do a full count up, did you? Okay. you? Just did a quick skim of it. So if the full count up doesn't, yeah, it may surprise you. Mm, so we'll, we'll dive in, Rachel. It looks like it's you and I taking turns then. Well, heck, what we're we doing? Uh, can I just? I was just. Or maybe at not. Yeah, I was just looking at the um, at the form then, and uh, I do love the fact that um, Aid has added in each category non-compliant responses, non-compliant responses, which is there hilarious. are a great many non-compliant responses. Yeah. But we don't. Well. The comments made me made me laugh so much. Anyway. So, uh, so I did put a little smiley icon after it's after where it says non-compliant. So, okay, all right. So here we go. So let's let's start, shall we? <laughs> Without further ado, first first category. What is your favourite Sunny Sixteen Presents show? Now this was. Uh, a marvellous opportunity for us to celebrate all the good work that people are putting in on the Sunny 16 Presents channel. Um, and uh, it's great to have a curator of that channel here with us this evening. Uh, there's a lot. Of... Billy's not here. Sorry, everyone. Uh, is Billy doing all the work, really? <laughs> he's he's just... pretty much doing everything at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't believe, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have picked, because it's like choosing between your children, although I very much do have a favourite child, but I can't go into that right now. <laughs> I would have thought you would have found it quite easy to do that, because you seem to be, you're, you, 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 you always, actually, no, I would imagine that it changes time after time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. Knows? Anyway, yeah. right, here we go. So, no, um, with my children, I don't like any of them really. No, 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 not your children. The show's on the 2016 Presents oh, channel. Oh, honestly, jeez. Same. Oh, right, anyway, so so let's start with some of the, the non compliant responses. Sadly, Kentmere Avenue at Large uh, was not a show on <laughs> the Sunny 16 Presents channel. Neither it was. Neither was know, I... I, but you know what? I think that might have been. This was my interpretation aid. Was this you? That, that, yeah, no, no, it wasn't me actually. I did vote, but it wasn't me. But what I what I thought has someone muddled it up, and rather than going for the actual um, the the show by 
the Umbrella Show, they've gone for a sunny 16 episode because we did have an episode called Kentmere Happened at Large. So I was yeah, wondering. Two weeks some, ago. Yep. Yeah. So I wondered if, <laughs> if that's what someone was it, voting it could, for. An, it an could episode. be. There's Rather a little bit of RTFQ, though, isn't there? Um, <laughs> but the uh, so let's um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so neither was our report from the photography show, uh, um, uh, and I think I've have I already mentioned, but I, I'm going to say it again. Um, Ilford HP Five Plus <laughs> is not a show on the Sunny Sixteen Presents channel, unless there's one I've missed, Graham. Not not no, it's not not yet. Anyway, not yet. The the the, the HP soon. Five the HP Five show. Yeah, plenty to talk about. Anyway, right. So, uh, our top three then uh, are Ooh. in no particular order, as they say on Strictly. Um, Grain explaining. <laughs> really confusing if you put the the top one in the middle of this room. <laughs> Grain explaining. I dream of cameras and music and photography are the top three, uh, and uh, we actually have uh, a clear winner. Um, uh, and uh, I'm not sure that I'm going to put this all down to industrial espionage, um, <laughs> but our clear winner here uh, with the most votes is I Dream of Cameras. So, oh my God! Well oh no, a photographer is reacting <laughs> quick. See you on him. Yeah, that was quite. Um, I actually thought Jeff was in the room right then. <laughs> yes, doing his <laughs> Martin McPherson. Mm. So, congratulations, uh, Gabe and Jeff, California, yeah. for yes. your. Um, and I love the sunny Californian positivity of that show. I think it's drugs. I think it's <laughs> narcotics. Uh, no, nobody is that naturally energetic. I, I think it's safe to say that if Jeff isn't on drugs already, maybe he should start taking some to just bring it down the notch, Jeff. We love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, love, we, love, we love what they do. Um, and you know, it was it was such a pleasure, wasn't it? Like I, I would say that was one of one of my highlights of the year. Definitely, if we look back at twenty twenty, yes, yeah. Um, you know, when yeah. uh, when Jeff came over to the UK and got a chance to do the tour and meet all the sunbeams and collect yeah. them all um gotta catch them all um but yeah it was just so nice to actually see him and i'm really looking forward to him coming back at some point with gabe hopefully as well um and uh yeah i that was definitely definitely one of my highlights so we've loved seeing we've loved you know hosting their show the this little cat this little podcast um i dream of cameras and and then seeing it blossom and sending them out with their like performance review out into the big wide world yeah um, i love and- that that's your view of them rach you clearly didn't listen to the one uh that they recorded just after we launched the sunnies <laughs> and they were absolutely adamant that everybody had to vote for them and they were treating it as a hundred percent competitive <laughs> and, and you know uh, 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 yeah they uh, yeah. You don't engage age right this is the situation you just don't engage you go yep that's what's happening okay fine <laughs> no, we're going to treat jeff and gabe now as stroppy teenagers have we it's oh, like God. no don't give them an audience <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming up now. They're heading rapidly towards their fiftieth episode, and I think actually, I think this is a really nice way of. Mm. I, it has, it has been a perfect case scenario of somebody starting out something on Sony Sixteen Presents, and they are fabulous, and they've kept it going. And uh, I, none of us thought that they would have the time or the energy mm. to keep going, but it's been great seeing them do that, and. Um, and they're doing, a, they're doing a very good job, and it is a very entertaining yeah. show as well. So, well done, guys. Also, want to give a massive shout out to our two runners up as well. Um, Billy yes. with music and photography 
if people are not listening to that, they really should because those conversations are great. He's getting some really interesting people on and having Mm -hmm. really interesting, thoughtful conversations with them about such a breadth of subject matter within the show. So those are great. I've really enjoyed those. Uh, And, of course, grain splaining. Unfortunately, those girls are so mad busy at the moment. um, Mm -hmm. They're on temporary hiatus. Yeah. (laughs) They'll be back. But we love those guys. They brought such Mm -hmm. a fantastic, fresh energy. And and they're just two awesome people. I think lastly, they were our two favourite young people. Well, two of them. I love love lots of young people. But, okay, let me just retract that statement. That sounded terrible. (laughs) Edit that out. And <laughs> yeah, and and also going back to um, the music and photography podcast, but he's on episode seventeen, isn't he? He's going on for eighteen, so he's another one rocketing away. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is lovely. It's a fantastic thing um, to have Sunny Sixteen presents as a as a channel to give mm. everybody these these chances um, and definitely. and to and to enjoy the variety of stuff there. So definitely mm. a a very worthy category, and definitely uh, loads and loads of great content there. Yeah. And, you know, also for any listeners who haven't yet, you know, um, well, maybe who thought about it but gone, "Mm, not sure, the idea behind Sony 16 Presents is to give that space, isn't it? And whether that's from a, you know, a one-off or like a phone recording or something, just some thoughts about what they're doing or um, talking about their particular experience or something like that, that they've been, you know, or a project or something specific, where it doesn't all have to be like longer form it doesn't all have to be lots of different episodes and things it could just be short little one-offs as well there's there's been some really great one-offs there's been the quirky camera shows which ian was doing fantastic there's been a lot of it's been fantastic this year and we would love to have more people getting involved with it and as rachel was just saying it doesn't have to be some high concept carefully thought out thing (laughs) you can spoof some nonsense out on the phone recording and send that Yeah, we just like to hear what people are up to, and yeah. you know, so whether that's a voice recording or if you want to email in and let us know, I think that's uh, really important. You could be the next Jeff slash Gabe, although yeah, I am going to say if you come on with those accents like Jeff does, then <laughs> you're getting cancelled before you even start. I'm just going to say as well, I sh- talking on the on um, the I Dream of Cameras um, subject. So congratulations to them again. Um, I love their merchandise. I haven't. I keep meaning to get a tote bag. I'm. I've got a tote bag fetish, but I love them. Their merchandise is nice. Edit that out too. That, <laughs> no, I don't know. I think that's a tote that's bag fetish. That's a really good, is it tote bags? Uh, uh, I really hate tote bags. They're oh. like they I I I I like tripods more than I like tote bags. The thing is, if you're a man, right, and you've got like, yeah, you can't put them over your shoulder because the handles aren't big enough to do Why that not? comfortably. And then if you hold them down, like they just, I just think scrape along. I think you the wrong kind of bag aid because tote bags are like handles are like, you would have to have arms the size of pop, literally Popeye to not be able to fit your arm through the handle of a tote bag. <laughs> So, I so that. well, I I have several bulky <laughs> coats. <laughs> I think you say I have several bulky arms for a minute there. You're that guy from you're Goro from Mortal Kombat. There ain't no way you can fit that on you. Maybe you're thinking of a different kind of bag aid. I think that's the problem. Uh, no, it's definitely tote bags I don't like. But anyway, never mind. Um, I have my next ears. category. Next category. Next Congratulations. Category. I agree with Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, so all right, next category then. Um, okay. 
So, Rach, I'm just going to jump in and do this one because I'm getting a couple of little audio squiggles from you. And less, less your your voice goes, um, I okay. uh, I will I will jump in and compare if I may. Um, okay. So, uh, category number two: What is the best new film launched in 2022? Mm. Answer is not HP Five. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Forever young. Mm. So we got a really good list here then for 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 yeah, those that can see it, we have a really good list here. We've got a couple of FPP films, right? There's Female One Two Five and the Mummy Four Hundred. Um we have of course uh and um and uh very pleased that people have voted for this, uh the Black and Whitmore Banana Chromatic. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, uh, people who, who voted for that. Um, that's all. That's a that's a brilliant one. Um, a, f- a few that um, I've I've heard of and have yet to try. Uh, Santa Color, Washi X, um, Euphoric from Atlanta Film Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not no those ones are ones that I, I've heard of, and then we've got uh, a couple. Uh, we oh, now we get into uh, into the, the the top. Let's say the top four here, um, uh, and again in no particular order. We have Agent Shadow, mm. Kodak Gold in one twenty, Kentmere in one twenty, and Cine Still four hundred D. So, do we have a drum roll? And the film with the most votes for best new film launched in 2022 is Cine Still 400D. Oh, my God! Oh, there we go. (laughs) You were right. You did only have the one reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Cine Still's been just very, very trendy, hasn't it? And very fashionable and... I do like it. It's too like it. I, I I use the eight hundred and the fifty D's nice. I've not shot with that one, but it's a really nice it's a really nice colour, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um the the Cine Steel stuff. So I think people yeah. people have, have uh yeah, it and it's it's different as well, in a way, isn't it? Because there's not there's not a lot else out there that looks like Cine no. Steel. Well, wasn't there well, especially another... the tungsten? Anyway. I know this is the four hundred D, right? So this is the daylight. The daylight. Right? daylight. Wasn't there another new film? Was it a double film that came out called Cinema? And I wondered if they'd kind of modelled it. Or was it something like Cine Still? Mm. It's called Cinema Film. Did it look it similar was... in terms of the yeah. final? Yeah. Output? Oh, lovely. Oh, that's cool. Good to know. Um, have so you, did you just... say you've shot some of this, Claire? I haven't shot the four hundred. No, I've shot the eight hundred and the fifty D. Oh, so, so just a, a thought here, though. Like, thinking back some years, right? There's 14 films that have been launched this year that people mm. have voted for. 14, and that, of course, isn't all the films that have been no. released this no. year. There's, there's, those are just the ones that people chose to vote for. Um, that is, and that's quite a, a long list. Um, in, yeah, get, compared to the early days of Sunny 16, where we used to yeah. celebrate a single film being launched, <laughs> um, it's amazing. Uh, it's yeah. fantastic, and thank goodness that some of its color as well. I mean, it's that's, yeah. that's been the big problem, and it's great seeing the Kodak Gold One Hundred and Twenty coming out and the Cine Steel films coming out. And with the Cine Steel Day, I don't know if they're out yet, but that's coming to four by five as well, isn't it? So they're really expanding, I mean, expanding the range, expanding the offerings, and mm. um, yeah, that's great. It's been really good to see. And as you mentioned, you know, like the Agent Shadow, which came out, that's fantastic. The um, Kent Near, uh, 
I had that conversation with Michelle. I really like that film. It's a fantastic budget um, one twenty. I mean, it's, it's a good one twenty film, full stop. But um, yeah, this, I think it's things, things like that they're gonna yeah gonna help people continue with film during the the hard economic times, isn't it? Because yeah. if you can buy a film affordably and it's a black and white film, so you can develop it at home yeah. relatively mm-hmm. straightforwardly and again affordably. I mean, well, it's like you mentioned about the euphoric film. So this is um, Bill Manning from, um, oh, good grief. My brain's absolutely blitzing on the name of his podcast now. Um, (laughs) But anyway, Bill Manning out in the States in Atlanta, he is, this is another cine film that he is hand rolling and working in conjunction with a lab there. And basically you buy the film and and you can send it back to him and get it all processed. So again, it's another thing. And Mm. it's been great. And, And the reason it's called euphoric film is because it's, I think, I think I'm right in saying it's the same film they used to film. Euphoric. Euphoria. Euphoria. So you yeah, get that real yeah. look that goes yeah. with it. Um, and it is a look. And, yeah. and, and the Cine Still, I mean, Cine Still is a lovely film as well. So Euphoria, I'll have to try that film. Yeah. Studio C41. Euphoric, yeah. Podcast, just because I would mm. kill myself if I couldn't remember that. Well, I, w- I wouldn't. I mean, I love your Bill, but I'm not going to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's doing great work over yeah. there. And great to see John's film there as well. Yes, exactly. It's all that hard movie. work, Graham, rolling that, the bulk rolling, getting it all out yeah, there. They see me rolling. I don't think I can bear to ever shoot mine, I think. Um... Ah, shoot it, Claire. Shoot it and enjoy it, John. Yeah. No one be telling you to shoot it. It was great. <laughs> and um, uh, Paul from Analog Wonderland, Paul Mackay, um, sent me a picture of the because as the whole point was, um, the proceeds that were raised from that, um, Analog Wonderland sent those off to the... Um, British Lung, Foundation, oh, Lung nice. Foundation. So we had a nice thank you letter from them. So oh. thank you so much to everybody who did support and buy that film and just know that your money's gone off to help other people with that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. It really is. It is. Yes. Well, okay. There we go. So there's the, the shock and awe from Graham. Um, have you, have you, <laughs> for, for the best new film launched in 2022? Um, Oh, yeah. uh, just just a little recap here from from our, our chat in the background that we have yeah. going on here that we believe that HP5 was a film from the 80s. Late that is a 80s. 5 or the 5 plus, Graham? 5 plus. 5, five plus would be late 80s, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's, um, that's a good, yeah, it's a goodly aged film, that isn't mm. it? No mm-hmm. wonder everybody likes it. There's whole generations of people are shot at. I'm just thinking something of the 80s, and you know I'm obsessed with that Manhunter film. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. from the 80s. But oh, that, no, no, tell us about it, Claire. I've got to go. No, that, it's just dawned on me. that you, With the right lights and that euphoric film. Is it euphoric? Euphoric. Yes, film. it's called euphoric. euphoric yeah, 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 based on, um, I think that would pair really well for a certain mood. Okay, like, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Manhunter mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that lovely, yeah. Lovely I'm not like. sure I've ever felt in the Manhunter mood. Claire, what's that like, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have to watch it. You are, Watch it over Christmas, please. You really enjoy it. A real festive treat. Yeah. It's like Die Hard. It's technically a Christmas yeah. film. But okay. I'll digress very slightly. <laughs> I, I oh, Don't watch this. Oh, there was a Netflix series currently on called Black Butterflies. I don't know if any of you have watched it. And it's been getting really rave reviews. It's six episodes. So I've been watching it. And I've been really disappointed in it. But that's just me. So... Anyway, I don't so, so <laughs> not watch don't that watch over that. the holidays. Don't then. watch that, but watch them. <laughs> <laughs> information you can use. Don't watch this thing that Claire doesn't yeah. like. No more information than that. Okay. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Here You'll we go. You'll love the music. So- I love the music too, and the lighting. Right. Category three. 
Category three. <laughs> what is the best new camera launched in 2022? Must be buyable in 2022. Mm. So this is, yeah, okay. So loads of good stuff here as well. Can yeah. I just say that as we were recording this, uh, it was either today or yesterday that Ricoh Pentax an, uh, announced what they call their new upcoming film project. Oh, where they are seeking to develop new film cameras and provide support for them. So That's that is, it could be very exciting. So mm. it's a, it's a, an intriguing thing. So it's out on all the, all, all the websites that we all read, you know, like Cosmo and 35MMC and all that sort of stuff. Um, so you can catch up with the story there. But this isn't a proper official Rico Pentax uh, a press release that says they're launching a film project and um, they're going to investigate making new film cameras uh, mm-hmm. and you know in a corporate way with support for those cameras uh, they're looking for help from enthusiasts and and film photographers from all around the world because part of the difficulty they'll have is sourcing some of the parts and they want to make mm-hmm. they, they want to take advantage of all the stuff that everybody in the community has learned over the last 10 to 15 years of looking after cameras uh and so yeah i think they're they're trying to uh create a new workforce for it they're talking about young engineers partnering with Uh, more experienced engineers who have some of that you know residual knowledge from when mm -hmm. film cameras were made by those large corporations uh so yeah this is a could be uh the start of a really interesting time if a major Mm -hmm. manufacturer like rico pentax is, is thinking about getting back into the market that's are they That's looking for funny. ideas of the types of cameras to make or have they got their own idea what's or is it just in the I um, I, I don't know actually Claire oh. I'm afraid to say so I have read a, a chunk of the press release um but uh, uh not all of it and I don't know about you guys but I always find press releases really hard to read which and it is mm. daft because the whole point of a press release is it's supposed to be factual and easy to read but I always find them incredibly dry and difficult to comprehend um so but I know that they want it to be a global community project in part but yeah with the backing of the corporation to mm. make it real so it could be very exciting anyway um that's a which is a great i think so next year who knows what we might be able to have in in cameras launched i'd love a, la- a large format instant camera i'd like a large format instant camera well, let's look at this year's you already list, have so. that claire that's already a thing you can make yourself can i yeah i'd need the film then wouldn't i large format well, yeah, you do need to, well you need mm. yeah you need a large format camera and you need an instant film but yeah you get a snapshot from steve at chroma cameras and get a lomographic back and you're done so I can actually, uh, yeah. So there's a um, couple, couple of things you know later, later in 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 the categories that might fulfil some of that or part of that need. Is Claire voguing or? Yeah, um, yeah I'm voguing. I was thinking, you know, I'd love instant film that was about fifty massive, like fifty by fifty um, a million inches. pounds of shots. Yeah, fifty by fifty inches, a camera to match it, and just imagine the the images that you could create. Not That's a lot of people know that you're a billionaire, fantasy. Hey? Not a lot of people know that you're a secret billionaire, do they, Claire? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so what you don't know is, is that what what the rest of us know as Anglesey is actually a hollowed out volcano where <laughs> yeah. Claire has her super villain billionaire's lair. Yeah. yeah. What is it? I've got um, White billionaire champagne tastes on lemonade money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that would be, I'd love that. that that's my fantasy, yeah. 50 by 50 inch instant film. Yeah, that would be hugely expensive. 
Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I tell you what, it really would, Claire. It would be, it would be very expensive. But um, maybe I next mean... maybe next year that'll be the film of the year next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in the meantime, best camera launched in 2022. Uh, interestingly here, a couple of digital cameras uh, mm-hmm. referenced, which, uh, well, of course, we didn't say that they couldn't be digital cameras in, in the question. So it's interesting. Uh, there's a thing called the Canon R10, which I hadn't even heard of, um, which is a, uh, I think, a crop sensor Canon digital camera. Uh, Fuji X-T5, which I have heard of because I happen to shoot Fujis myself. Uh, so that, um, but uh, yeah, so that was interesting to see some, uh, so see some digital cameras in there. Uh, we've got the SolarCan Puck. It's yes. A very worthy choice. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure whether it counts as a. I suppose it must count as a camera, surely. Well, it's, it's, just... for, oh, it's 100% a camera. What the bloody hell else is it? I don't know. I'm just getting confused. I'm getting confused. It's an awesome camera. It's a lensless it's an camera. Awesome camera. Right? I have one on the shelf, actually. I have it, so I need to. Yeah, de- um, I haven't used my puck yet, um, but uh, I will get to, get to that. Uh, I think f- in total four entries from Chroma, three of them yeah. different types of cube, um, uh, and uh, so there's the original cube, the Cube sixty six, which is the the medium format sized one, the Cube Pan, which is Steve's answer to the X Pan. Uh, but in cube form uh, and 612 which I have myself uh, so that's interesting so that that's a lot of a lot of votes for, for chrome in there um, and then the, the Rito ultra wide and slim which I have seen several people sporting at photo walks in 2022 that's one that's really gotten popular uh, or should I say gotten popular this is this iteration of it uh it remains popular i suppose is the thing because the ultra wide and slim is is always been a popular camera hasn't it um uh and then uh oh i would try to get out some votes for the intrepid four by five version five um uh, has anybody got one of those no no but saw it at the photography show oh, and did, it's very it? nice yeah the latest and greatest um update to the intrepid camera it it looks like a really nice model now um i mean it's it's been good for a long time the mark IV was a great camera but they've really improved on it again and um yeah mm. yeah here's what, what one that might be of interest to claire i guess is the nons camera sl660 slr that, sh- that you can put any lens on that shoots oh. instant film Ooh. is that one on Not your radar that. at all claire no that wasn't on my radar Okay, so the, the non's camera SL660 looks like a an, a normal SLR camera, except yeah. it shoots Fuji Instax Square. Okay. Interesting one for you, Claire, yeah. yeah. I like the Instax film is nice. I like it. Um, and I think it comes as standard with a an EF mount. So if you've got any okay. old Canon cameras lying around, you know, uh, oh, no, that's the FD mount. Is it? No, the EF mount no, is the yeah, modern. Is the modern. Yeah. So it would have yeah. to be a sort of modern-ish mm. um, Canon camera um, with EF mount. Um, uh, but you can easily buy adapters to, to, to fit other lenses that you mm. might have lying around. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting one. I see that there's also the, the Kodak H35 uh, on yeah. here. I actually have one of those um, as part of one of the projects that I ran this year. It was um, Love Liverpool Pride. And um, for uh, part of that, I was working with students from the studio school and that's a great little camera for just getting them out shooting rolls of film, basically, mm. and then process them afterwards. So it's, it's basically a... Um, a reusable disposable, yeah? So a mm. simple use, if you like, type 
Um, is is that the, the half frame one, Rachel? Is that the no. full frame one? Because they've okay. they also put out a half frame one this year, haven't they? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. that one. Um, yeah, this one was uh, was the full frame and uh, in the mint green. We went for the mint green, which is nice. They hit the best which, pictures yeah. I've heard. A little, well, exactly. Tastier, mm. right? Tastier photos out of that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, little little sort of like turquoise plastic camera, plastic lens, but, you know, go flash, does the job means that you can get out and shoot and again you know all, i'm all for making it accessible as we all are you know as as we can so uh, getting them interested in that so it was nice to see that on the list as well definitely definitely well you're taking us into our into our top three contenders here h because the h35 mm-hmm. is one of those another one is the reissued leica m6 <gasps> Uh, which is uh, um, it's a slightly the other end of the budget yes um, and uh, somewhere in between the two of them but I suspect much closer in price to the Kodak is the Alfie Titch uh, as well it's in in our top three yeah. here um, so like yeah they're fantastic so having had mm. the uh, the chance to shoot with the Alfie Titch um, mm. and uh, having bought one myself although I have not received it yet mm. um, I, I, I'm very in, in, glad to see this one up here in fact I um, uh, the Alfie uh, uh, as many listeners will know is made by a chap called Dave Faulkner um, who happens to live around the corner from me and I actually went to see him the other day because I had a camera <laughs> of his that I should have given him about weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> had one of his beta units uh, and I was like I'm really sorry Dave I should have brought this back ages ago Uh, and he was telling me all the latest stories Um, he's been doing a lot of stuff um, and uh, lots and lots of improvements in the most recent beta cameras Um, so keep an eye out for that one it's going to be better I think than uh, it was originally Mm. uh, advertised to be on a Kickstarter so so that's all good Uh, right so before we uh, before we declare the winner here uh, a couple of uh, notable mentions from the non-compliant responses section <laughs> um, no prizes for guessing that HP, HP5 Woo! is not the best camera launched <laughs> yeah it is um, I have to say whoever put whoever put shrug emoji not the emoji but the words <laughs> shrug emoji as their response yeah. to this one. clearly people not or a person sorry I should say uh, who's not that fussed about new cameras being launched in 2022 um, another one that was um, I have no opinion but it's not the Leica M6. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> it does have an opinion. Do we that's... knock one off the votes for Leica with that? That feels like you ought to knock one off of that. It's a negative. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's no, interesting. No, 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 no. A vote against. I think, I, 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 well, yeah, no, I think we're, we're not in the business of voting against things. This is the Sunny 16 <laughs> show. This is shoot, film, be nice territory, oh, isn't yeah. it? That so, old chestnut. That old, that old chestnut. Yes. Who came up with that? Uh, somebody amazing. What's <laughs> that? I can't remember. I no. said somebody amazing came up with that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, okay. So of those of those top three, then uh, the winner of the best new camera launched in twenty twenty two is actually the Leica M six. Wow! I don't believe it. <laughs> Where was the drum roll, Aid? I was all ready with the drum roll. Oh, right. sorry. <laughs> it, it was a bit, yeah. We'll fix that in place. Leica's are really popular, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, have have Leica's always been popular, or is it just I've just noticed it in the last couple of... 2021 is this year. It's like 
Yeah, no, they've. The one really, I know is like like twenty twenty one is when Likers have really hit peak. I think Claire, they definitely weren't popular during all the rest of the time Likers <laughs> were being made. It's only since they stopped, pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, yeah i yeah uh it's, it's an interesting one isn't it because you, you you could almost disqualify it for not being a new camera right it's a reissue does that count yeah yeah mm. i don't know do we like the reason yeah. it's and it's certainly no, not it's it certainly count, not i think yeah it's certainly not a camera that contributes to the democratization of photography um, although because uh, i when it first was announced i was under the impression which has been clarified for me from listening to the i dream and cameras guys that it, i thought it was going to be like a limited edition thing but it isn't is it they're just making this now so although it is but hurtingly expensive which is like four grand or something i mean ludicrous, holy yeah. yeah but at least for people who have four grand so so people like claire secret billionaires <laughs> yeah um, people like they me. can go and buy one now um <laughs> and yeah so i mean i guess that's a, a good thing one, right? a new, and yeah a new camera being available even if it's too there are lots of things on this planet not just cameras that are too expensive <laughs> for me and that's fine i don't have a problem with that so the fact that they're making new ones is unequivocal it's a good thing mm. like, of course it's expensive it's a like it was never, it's never gonna be but cheap. isn't by Leica's standards isn't that one of their kind of more budget cameras for not, some of the not so much anymore i remember years no. ago when i was mm. I, I thought i tried this th film photography thing and i'd quite gotten into it and i thought Do you know what i'll go and, and i was in a shop in in london and i was looking at the Leica m6s and i thought well, yeah, maybe maybe not i don't know in the end i decided not to buy it because it was too expensive because it was 700 quid Seven hundred. Uh, wow. And I, and I think actually, perhaps I should have bought ten of them at seven hundred quid and, mm -hmm. and 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 bought a house with the proceeds. But the um, it's just, yeah, you make the best decisions you can at the time. Yeah. Also, you hate rangefinders, so there is that. But I figured that if I was, but but I think probably that was at a point where I tried a couple of cheap ones, and I kind of liked. I wanted to like rangefinders. But I'd only had cheap ones that broke, and I thought, well, actually, maybe if I I bought like one that wouldn't break, right then. You know, maybe. but the, but, but this, then this, it's probably nonsense. Yeah, but this is part of the reason that I've got the five um, Ds because I I so my other digital camera, which is a great camera, it's not going anywhere, is my um, Fuji X Pro One. It's a great camera, but. I really like using an SLR. I like being able to look through the lens and see what I'm seeing. And there is something about that shooting experience, which whilst I, I enjoy using a rangefinder, I am just inherently, and not that the Fuji is a true rangefinder, but I'm inherently, -like. more, yeah, I'm inherently more comfortable with an SLR. I think, you know, we, the, there are different people are going to just find one of those formats just better. You can you enjoy using both, but one is going to suit you more than the other. Indeed. So. Indeed. Well, there we well, go. Well, then a, a possibly slightly polarizing winner for this category. An underdog winner, Leica. An underdog. <laughs> Let's hear it for the little guy. Absolutely, it is really interesting, though, isn't it? Like the top three um, are. We're looking at like literally both ends of the spectrum. One that's plastic lens and is plastic body and is a reusable basically disposable cameras cheap as chips as you could get really 30 quid or something and then you've got the like at the other end and you've got you know an actual like handmade like 
um, innovator um, like Dave making something that's that's in the that's in between, which is just brilliant. Um, what what a fantastic range, you know, like to get a chance to to that have these very good point. Cameras this that is year, a very yeah. good point, Rach. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, yes, it's. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all, with mm. all this stuff. Mm. Interest, interesting mm. category. Well, let, let's move on to uh, to category number four then, um, which is who is your favourite vendor of refurbished cameras? No, oh. interesting. So this is a category <laughs> before. This is a category that has really shown the multinational definitely uh, demographic of our <laughs> listeners. Um, but uh, but it's also one, of course, where we'll we'll all have our own favourites. So you know, um, refurbished cameras be, being a, you know, a, a big thing, and um, you know, would would any like buddy like to give any shout outs to to, to friends uh, or, or businesses that they know that they would re- really think should have a a, a mention. Well, I, sorry, go on, Claire. No, I was going to say, what were their names? We had a couple once. Lens Fair. Lens Fair. We had that couple. Well, they lovely, were lovely, weren't they? Alicia and Dan from Lens Let's give them a shout out. Yeah. Lens also, um, I want to give a shout out to the guys from Vintage Camera Hut that we met mm-hmm. at the photography show because they were just lovely guys too. They're on our list, actually. Go. They got they they got a vote, so they that yeah, somebody has voted for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are so many, so many great, you know, that's I'll, I'll be interested to hear who's got name, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Lyndon from Londinium Cameras, who was an absolute mm. superstar when I, when my Olympus, uh, my OM1 stopped working um, about 10 days before a wedding. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I was like in such a panic going, what on earth am I going to do? I need to get this, I need to get this fixed. Um, and uh, yeah, he like pulled out all the stops and managed to actually oh. get it sorted and fixed. And there were like three other problems that I actually didn't. I hadn't realised, or it hadn't got to the point where I realised that they were a problem. Uh, and he fixed it all and got it sent back. Like, and it was with me a good like three or four days before. Uh, so I was like, yes, that's incredible so, service, isn't it? Really, really, yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would love to yeah give him a shout mm. out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, London Ian Cameras is also on the list, right? So that's a yeah. So so let's let's have a uh, where, where should we start? Where in the world should we start? If we start in Asia. <laughs> Let's say De- uh, mint camera on the list. Uh, yeah, it's good. Good to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, from the Americas, uh, Blue Moon camera and machine. Oh yeah, Blue Moon. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn Film cameras. B and H. Uh, then from the UK, uh, we already mentioned Vintage Camera Hut, but uh, let's not forget Mister Cad in Pimlico. There, um, the cameras. Uh, sorry. PPP. Oh, PPP. Cameron. Yes, PPP is on the list. Uh, so Ford's Photographic, if our memory serves, are based in Inverness or just outside Inverness. Um, yeah. I've certainly bought stuff from Ford's before. Um, so yeah, lots of um, uh, lots of great names. Uh, you know, that that people have voted for. Uh, also, the the latent image, which actually was a, a new name to me. Um, yeah, we didn't come across them. Actually. No, I, had to, I actually uh, I, I looked it up, um, and uh, a UK-based um, company that are, um, nice. I believe, uh, that are that are selling Likers and other other things as well. Um, so that's nice, nice to have a different name and a new name to me, anyway, uh, on on the uh, on the list. Uh, so again, um, in in no particular order, then uh, to our to our top three, um, which 
is a multinational top three mm-hmm. uh, from fr- from the UK. We have West Yorkshire Cameras. Uh, oh, yeah. Up there yeah. in Leeds. Uh, great, great people. Um, I bought yeah. a Bronica lens from them once. I happened to be in Leeds. I had a little bit of time to kill. I went, oh, I'll just wander into this shop over here. And they were really helpful. Nice people. Uh, from the Americas again, uh, we have KH. Uh, I think they're based in Atlanta, aren't they? Jeff talks mm-hmm. about them a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, from Finland, uh, camerastore.com. Uh, as well so our top three there and this is a pretty close actually in the voting the top three there are definitely multinational and uh, should we have a, a drum roll anybody want to do a drum roll this time get it in the right place okay uh, our top uh, four uh, favorite vendor of refurbished cameras in 2022 is KEH <laughs> <laughs> What a repertoire. We're gonna to have to put your fees up, aren't we? Goodness me. Wow. Oh, that's enough to uh, make a man want to open his second can of beer, that is. How's the <laughs> how's the chocolate vodka or whatever it is you're drinking going? I'm I'm halfway through the bottle. Goodness me. <laughs> Which I only started tonight. I could see the shots happening as I, I as I logged in. I was, I was like, thinking, mm, what's going okay. on here? Um, well, bring going back to the list. Um, that's again really interesting that it's such an international range, um, and uh, it shows that obviously listeners from all over the the world are also you know um, voting for their favourites, which is awesome. And lovely that um, we've got, yeah, some um, fantastic v- vendors of refurbished cameras. And like you mentioned, Aid, you know, some new names, maybe people who yeah. haven't heard of heard of those um, as well. So um, that's always good to know, isn't it? Um, it is. And, and I think, you know, going back to, to what Claire was saying about things, you know, in the last year or so, sort of be, mm. becoming more. Um, I, I think that maybe not just in the last year, but in the last couple of years, certainly there seem to be coming to my attention more and more you know, uh, small businesses who are refurbishing and, you know, and refitting and yeah. making really nice and glamorous as mm. well. Some awesome, awesome cameras. And we've mentioned a couple of them in the list, right? Uh, but there are many others as well now. And it's really good to see. I, I love to see that. And I am not uh, I'm not um beyond being wowed. I'm a bit of a magpie by some of these things, by some of these really nice cameras mm. that have been, that people have either painted or refurbished mm. you know, cosmetically as well as mechanically and stuff like that. There's some really nice stuff out there. So so yeah, all good. All good. Yeah. And it's also great that um the KEH they they are a big operation, and it's actually great. All right, we, we kind of don't have anyone on a similar scale in this country, but it's great that there is a big operation with people who are dealing with these things out in the states and clearly doing a very good job. People are very happy, and like it, it makes you kind of think, "Oh boy, I wish we had something like in, of that scale in this country who was turning over and stuff." But that said, I'm very happy that we've got so many the in this country. We've got a lot of small independent people doing that. So best of yeah. all, ones. it's it's really yeah. interesting, isn't it? Because although we we you know KEH of course do both digital and film, uh, and I'd say we're getting close perhaps with companies like MPB in this country to getting mm. that level for digital. Um, yeah, but yeah. but we, 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 I, I couldn't put my finger on something. I mean, unless I'm missing something, I couldn't name a company that rivals KEH in this country for for the extent of film cameras. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it it is a great asset for us all to have access to. 
Okay, moving on then, because I've got a feeling that Graham's uh, Graham's reactions, because we've still got three categories to go, oh, are going to become, oh, no. are going to get slightly less reliable as as more vodka starts to kick in. So I'm inclined to speed us up a little bit um, and and to see see if we can um, get there get get to the end of the show before we get to the end of Graham. Um, so category number five is most influential mm-hmm. newcomer in the analog mm. community, which. Uh, Another one I'm very, very pleased to say has brought some new names to my attention. Um, forgive me, uh, but I, ha- I I was unaware of the work that um, uh, TipSync does in Tips. Sorry, TipSync. Tips Inc. Um, <laughs> not TipSync. TipSync. <laughs> no, no, I did not say that either. Um, in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, so so that that was one that that, that was uh, news to me. A photographer based in Eindhoven in the Netherlands. Um, uh, so that that's new one to me. Um, uh, Robbie Maynard, uh, known as Robbie Maynard Creates on YouTube. Uh, again, a name that's new to me. Um, so uh, it's really good to see. Um, the yeah, really good to broaden my horizons, basically. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, so some that we do know. Uh, so say so, so, yeah, we can say hi to Jim Mortram to analog to the analog spotlight team. Uh, that's all go good. Uh, to Lucy Lumen, uh, doing a great job there with the Analog Adventures channel uh, on YouTube. Um, uh, Ilford HP Five is not an influential <laughs> newcomer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I actually think Graham because he's been absent. Um, and based on his performance this evening, he should have qualified for the <laughs> I think, I think, and I'm sure I'm borrowing Graham's own words here when I say he prefers to style himself as an influencer, not, um, not, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. not, not an influencer, yeah. a non-fluencer. I thought you were talking about a, an effluencer. Sorry, <laughs> he's Graham, definitely also that. that. He's yeah. definitely that. Graham, are you drinking that vodka straight? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh my I am. god, I'm in his little shot glass, honestly. He's having a whale of a time. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. Look how red and ruddy his cheeks are. You really are turning into Santa Claus now. It's colour balance. This <laughs> I'm white now. I'm mad white now. Okay. okay, all right. So anyway, so yes, uh Graham Graham uh, an influencer rather than an influencer, perhaps. <laughs> but our top three influencers in uh or influential newcomers, mm. I should say, uh, in the analog community in no particular order include Emma Lloyd. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Love me some Emma. Emma, yeah. Dave Faulkner. <laughs> who yeah. we've spoken about already. Of course, okay. actually we spoke about Emma as well. And Alex Heron. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so we do have a bit of a situation here where mm. Alex and Emma, who work closely together on grains planning and are good friends, um, are now pitted against each other in oh, the top no. three of this category. I hope fight, this. Fight, fight, I hope fight. this doesn't do any their their, their budding professional relationship mm. any harm or their friendship, of course. Uh, but there has to be a winner, mm. <laughs> and there can only be one winner. And if it's it... Dave, I just have to say I'm leaving. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Dave's a lovely bloke. He's a, a lovely bloke, but... <laughs> uh, the winner of this category is... Alex Heron. Oh, yeah! well done, Alex. <laughs> Congratulations, Alex. 
So yeah, I have to say the fact the voting was very very close between Alex yeah. and Emma. You could ba- barely uh, barely drive a wedge between them. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, the voters have sort, clearly the voters have tried to drive a wedge between them. But yeah. <laughs> like... No, that's brilliant. And um, again, it was really lovely to uh, to see that. Um, I think obviously Alex and Emma both did talks. I think at the photography show mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. as well at the NEC this year. Uh, obviously on different subjects, um, but yes, that was that was really awesome. Again, getting to see you know um, more young female analog photographers out there being visual, you know, and um, being visible and uh, talking about other other things. Than, uh, than what I've, we've all talked about in the past. So um, really, really fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I have to say that um, I have never heard anything quite like grain-splaining in my <laughs> life. <laughs> and that is an amazing thing, right? Because it's new and it's fresh and, uh, you know, it, it's great, you know, that uh, Alex and Emma are doing that. It's a fantastic podcast. Different. Yeah. It's it's good to have such such different content because it brings something for everybody then, doesn't it? You know? It does. Yeah. It does. And okay. they've both been doing a lot of really great stuff. I mean, Alex has been doing a lot of work with the National Autistic Society. She's yes, been doing out yeah. doing work with police forces, spreading awareness. Um, she's been doing tons of stuff. Emma's been doing loads of fantastic yeah. stuff. Like the, the the stuff that Emma does through Analog Wonderland, the video she does, I just an absolute delight. I love seeing the videos she makes. She's absolutely fantastic. And Dave, he's made a real good camera. I don't know why he's on this list. I cannot remember. Enough. I don't know. But the other two. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So. I suspect David is on the list because he's making a camera in a different way than others have. He's really trying to That's get something that you know, the, uh, you know, electronic based, automatic exposure, all that sort of stuff. That I think is a different take on it that, than some other camera manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, at, right? and he he was somebody who, in all fairness to Dave, you know he. This time last year, none of us knew who Dave Faulkner were, not within the community. And Absolutely. he has managed to come on, and he's influenced an awful lot of people to part with their money for a very good reason. He's done that. Yes, he has certainly done that. Yeah. So fair play to him on that. Okay, right. Number six. Now, this is going to be an interesting one because um, this is there's no winner in category number six. Um, oh, I don't need a reaction because I'm really starting oh, no. to run. Tanks running is... quite dry on reactions. There, there, there's, uh, there, there is no winner. This is this is a, a category which we we set up you know really to to broaden everybody's horizons um this is the category of what's your favorite body of work published this year and we said it could be a book it could be an exhibition Mm. it could be a zine uh yeah anything you want really um and i'm pleased to say um that almost everybody who voted voted for something different there were there were a couple of things that got more than one vote but it's brilliant and what i'm going to do is i'm just going to put the list in the show notes and um, we'll have, we'll chat about it for a minute just now um uh but but i'm just going to put the list in, in the show notes because i think that's the way that we'll get to share the benefit of what everybody's put in in the responses so i mean there are some big names in here that um uh that you'll recognize so saul lighter is one yeah um, yeah that uh so so there's um yeah i think many of us will be aware of Saul lighter's work mm-hmm. um, this particular i think the black and white work which of course is possibly the the large the majority of his work over the years although his color work has maybe been uh more famous more recently 
Uh, we also have Alex Soth, uh, a notable Magnum photographer. Uh, we have Vivian Meyer. Uh, yeah. So, so there's quite a few people, more more than one person, who who are almost household names in the world of, of photography. So that's that's good. Uh, then we have a couple who snuck in somehow through the back. Uh, so I've been voted for my smithereen scene, Yay! which is a which is a lovely vote. I don't know who voted for me, but thank you. Um, Your mum probably. Yeah, possibly, possibly. <laughs> um, Rachel's in there too for the oh, ultimate no. film and darkroom workbook, Rachel. Which I was like, that's really lovely, but it does say in the in the question published this year, which <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yeah, um, with, with everything that has happened, meant that sadly it wasn't able to be published this year. Although the intention was there, so it will be published early, early, early next year. Is yeah. uh, is what we'll be doing. But. Thank you so much for, for whoever voted for that. That's so lovely of you. <laughs> um, absolutely, yes. And we do have in this list as well, Choosing and Losing by John Whitmore. Oh, yeah. So that's a nice one to have recognised too. Uh, then there are some, uh, there are m- many, many other names. Um, uh, not all of them I, I know, um, but uh, yeah, I think what we'll do is uh, yeah, we'll talk publish them in the in the show notes um and then everybody can get to explore a little bit um i do know one name i will just just because it's a name that's not always associated with photography unless you know uh, is brian may the guitarist from queen everybody oh, know what he's up stereoscopic. to stereoscopic absolutely yeah. yes he works a lot with stereoscopic um images and uh uh, as uh, yeah, as he does indeed. In fact, my my laptop is currently resting on a book that was not read, uh, that was edited by Brian May, which is my book. Uh, they they published a book, uh, the history of stereoscopy, uh, yeah, and, right. uh, with with loads of examples in it and a, and a viewer and stuff like that, which I happened to buy. I think this I didn't year. know he'd published something this year, though. Actually, uh, no, I wasn't aware of that one actually. So, um, I mean, London Stereoscopic is a historic. Uh, photography society mm-hmm. from the Victorian times, which actually had fallen by the wayside or closed or whatever, and it was a name that that Brian May and the people that he works with there had resurrected and created a modern London stereoscopic mm-hmm. uh, society. Yeah. So um, you know they're carry, carrying on the tradition or, or reigniting the tradition. So um, mm-hmm. lo- lots and lots of good stuff in this list, though. Um, and I was just having a quick look at the list actually, and um, I, I think I've I've got. I've got and or read six from that list. Wow. So there's loads more, you know, for me to explore, which is brilliant. Um, but nice to see, you know, ones that are familiar to me going, oh, yeah, as I've had a little look through. So that's really great. Yeah. Cool. Right. Okay. On to then uh, our final category, which actually possibly requires that I open my next drink. Excuse me one moment. This <laughs> is funny. I know it's on. I'm just. Things it uh, relates to what we talked about earlier, and um, the photography through the pandemic book, which came out this year, which thirty-five MC um, Holly and um, well, primarily Holly, but also Hamish, helped put together lots of photography done. Um, that book also um, through people doing raised, I think, a thousand pounds. So fantastic work, everybody, for supporting that. That's just. Really yes. great. I was reading really my great. copy actually earlier today. It's sitting on the sofa behind me right now. It's really good. Considering this is the first book that the, the 35 MMC burgeoning publishing house has ever put out, uh, they did a fantastic job with it. So well done, those. That's really? a very good yeah. shout. A very good shout. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then. Right. Uh, category number seven, the, our final category. Um, uh, simply put is, what is your favourite innovative widget of the year? Um, <laughs> good word. 
Hello, I thought we were on reasonably safe ground with the word widget. I didn't think that was going to be contentious or difficult to understand. Um, but we did get one response, which is like, what is a widget? I love that response. <laughs> What's a widget? It made me laugh. <laughs> Go on, well, then. A, it's do you want furry to animal, it? isn't it? For, for the, the one... Well, I, I'm going. I'm going to uh, to, le- uh, to to lean on uh, my my learned colleague Jeff Greenstein here, who who's who's thingy um, is is actually in the list. Um, uh, I don't know whether Jeff voted for that himself or whether somebody else who listens mm-hmm. to I Dream of Cameras did. But if, if those that listen regularly uh, to I Dream of Cameras um, will be aware of the thingy, um, uh, and uh, it's it's a, a little. I, I think I think the word thingy is is, is comedic in America. At least it is yeah. to Jeff, anyway. <laughs> whereas in the whereas in the UK, uh, it's just a, oh yeah, it's over there. Yeah, it, it, um, a thingy uh, jig. A thingy jig. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. So the the thingy appears to be um, uh, something that helps you with watch batteries sitting in cameras in the right place in older cameras and stuff like that so it can convert modern batteries to fit into old cameras yeah it's for ca- it's for cameras that used to use old mercury batteries which you can't buy anymore so you can use the thingy and it one sizes them to fit in properly and, and also i think it might also step down the Does it modify the, the voltage so the meters yeah, so. work or something like that? Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. exactly. So very useful if you've got a camera that, like the Canonet that I just sold, uses an old Mercury battery because you just can't buy those anymore. So there we go, everybody. Um, Graham knows where his thingy is and what it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's no a Christmas problem. miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say yes. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not going to say what I was just about to say. Yes, it is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> just don't show us your thingy. <laughs> okay, go on then. Give us a re- um, give us a read through of uh, the innovative. What's your favourite innovative widget of the year votes? Okay. Well, needless to say, HP five was on the list. Yeah, it was. <laughs> But as but but marked down by me in my judgmental mode as a non-compliant response to the question. Okay. Uh, we have some uh, so, so some good stuff. So uh, we mentioned earlier actually the Loma Graph Lock. I think um, somebody Ooh. mentioned earlier yeah. in the conversation. So, oh, so that was um, I I really want a Loma Graph Lock bank. I think that was um, a suggestion from Graham for Claire that she should get um, a Loma yeah, Graph Lock. Yeah. For a large format instant photography, not, I should mention, 50 inches by 50 inches, sadly. <laughs> uh, Fuji not quite making that size film yet. No, no, oh. no but... Uh, but you influencer, Graham, you can work on them. Sure. Um, sure. An influencer. <laughs> um, what, um, what size is it, is it sorry, for? It's the, it's the Instax wide, the Loma It's the wide. Oh, well, that's, yeah. I love the wide. It's a really lovely size. Yeah. It's really nice. I, I caught up with NASA um month or so ago mm-hmm. and we went out with our large format cameras and he was shooting he shot a couple of pictures and yeah they're great really good i i still want one <laughs> still still on my to buy list that thing how do you so, compose one of those can you mask off the uh the ground glass or something like that on a four by five camera and uh and yeah, yeah roughly they, the right composition yeah they come with an insert because they, it, oh, they come with it okay yeah, because the key thing is making sure that it's at the right distance, that the ground glass at the right distance from the back, because it's it changes when you put it in. But yeah, they come with everything that you need, and um, yeah, they work really well. And you get a nice instant picture 
uh, from four by five cameras with with mm. all the lens that you can use with that with the depth of field that goes with large format with all that fun stuff so um yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're well worth checking out if you've got a large format camera yeah they are definitely okay. something i've been hankering after oh, interesting okay cool uh we have an app mentioned an app called logbook uh, which is uh i believe an iphone app uh, used for recording film shot data so so to, to keep you, you know, uh, an electronic logbook if you don't have a paper logbook or prefer not to uh we've got a, a vote for the 595 strap company your favorite strap uh another one that was a new to me a thing called zinstax and instax back for a mamiya rz67 okay sounds like mm -hmm. an interesting mm -hmm. one to yeah. me yeah um so yeah so there's a few good things here um now uh up to our top three then uh, uh again as ever in no particular order um we have the butter grips uh made by uh camera dactyl our good friend mm -hmm. ethan yep uh, and now also licensed through simon forster if you're in the uk and you want to get one and don't want to get it posted over uh forster photographic you can also get your butter grips Ah, interesting. I don't think I knew that. I probably did know that, but I didn't know that, if you see what I mean. Um, uh, also, uh, in our top three here, uh, the Reveni Labs Spot Meter. Um, oh, so cool. Which uh, somebody yeah. did, one of the responses did say, I'm not sure if that was this year. And I checked back and yeah. I think it was because the thing did, yeah. I looked back and they were putting lots of um, notes about shipping in their Kickstarter in January the, of 2022, I think. So I think it just sneaked into yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yes. the, the stuff that comes out of there is it's just uh, yeah. Yeah, it's and really, that's not their really only good. product release this year actually. Yeah. I think they've released a um, an incident meter this year as well. Um, and uh, the third in our top three is the Lomo digitalizer. Is it the Max or the Plus or something like that? A, a, a larger version of the digitalizer. I think they do medium. I think it does medium format now, doesn't it? Because I think it used to be just a thirty-five mil thing. Is if that I've a got that right. what? What is it? It's a widget, obviously. <laughs> it's, a, it's a widget. It's it's a thing that um that holds your film flat while you scan it. Like a, a mask. Like a pixelator. Like a pixelator, okay. <laughs> or or something. I think I, I believe so. I, I, it's not a product I know, but I, that that's that's Thanks. the role it fulfills. I think. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean that does make sense. It sounds like yeah, it does sound like that's the that's yes. what it is. And Thanks. okay, so and of those three, uh our winner of favourite innovative widget of the year is Drumroll is uh the Reveni Labs Sport Meter. Shocked and stunned. Oh, I, just, I thought you were going to let us leave us hanging there, mate. I, I thought you were not going to react at all there for a moment. I did think about it. <laughs> um, I think that's a really good shout. Reveni, mm. uh, I, I, talking about earlier, I, I wanted a, a um, lemon graph about the Reveni stuff is also another thing which I've really looked at and thought, oh, I really, because it's mm. incredibly well thought out, yeah. well made. I mean, and the definition of a widget, they're small, they're compact, they, they just point, work yeah. tremendously well, really well designed and thought out things uh, that... Will make your life easier. Will make <laughs> your life easier. Uh, yeah, I have max props to those guys, to those guys, to that guy out there, because it's just one guy um, making amazing stuff. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, I mean, what a year for, for these small uh, kind of like very... Um, creative innovators, right? Mm. Like we've got Dave making the Titch camera, and we've got that from Alpha Cameras. We've got the Raveni Labs, you know, creating 
creating this kind of thing and it's it's so lovely to see that despite everything that has been going on yeah. this year you know yeah. and it has a you know a, a sort of hangover from the last couple of years that we've had that this is still the case you know still people are are innovating mm-hmm. are exploring are trying new things are launching new stuff you know and i think mm-hmm. that is brilliant isn't it like yeah that exactly. can only bode well and it can only be a positive i think Absolutely. And also you're starting to see more and more collaborations between the people doing this. So we like um, Steve Lloyd working with um, Jason Lane. I mean, they've, they've worked together in the past to produce the um, uh, the f- holders for the um, Jason Lane dry place. But this year they brought out the lens, the um, mm-hmm. the M32, well, I can't remember, the, the lens that for the Leica screw mount uh, that's just been brought out. So a Jason Lane lens and a body that Steve has designed, great, screw on, just go out mm-hmm. and shoot, fantastic. Um, and, um, you know, Valoy working with Hamish and working with Simon, this more, and I think um, Dave has spoken to, um, I can't remember the guy's name, Reveni, to get, there's, there's a lot of cross-pollination happening, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really exciting because it's just pushing it all forward these things are going uh, yeah it's great it's a really good time all of this stuff is exciting it is very exciting and and just just thinking back right because that's all our categories folks by the way that's seven categories um uh and uh yeah so great great so yeah that's right uh, but it's just just looking at the 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 range of of answers and responses and thought you know the range of products that are out there that have been launched or that are useful to everybody you know that you know it's a, it's an amazing thing to 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 have done i'm really really glad we've we've brought the sunnies back this year yeah, i think absolutely. It you, was know. Right. you know we can... first one. sorry claire no sorry that was my first one i was just oh. saying so, oh, well, have you enjoyed it, Claire? Have you I enjoyed, have enjoyed it? Yeah, I have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Especially the comments. They will say, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really lovely. Um, one thing that I've really enjoyed is looking at that category of the publications, I think. Yeah. Um, because obviously you hear a lot about, you know, the new films or the new cameras and that kind of thing because they're big news i suppose right um within the industry and within the community that we're in but the publications people just quietly put these out you know they're quietly creating yes. something they're quietly putting them out there's not always a big drum roll around it mm. and uh, and i just think isn't that lovely like that people are still making those as well and that there's so many on that list that i haven't heard of that i can now yeah. go and look at or uh, you know think about um speaking to people you know who've done those and and finding out more about what people are making with analog mm. you know and actually seeing the work not just the death scroll on instagram you know well, so- that's the thing is because some of that work especially for analog artists often uh maybe not often but sometimes they are people who choose not to self-promote on social media yeah and so you wouldn't even get access to those things yeah. by doing all of that scrolling through yeah. instagram yeah. Or, or whatever yeah. platform um, yeah. And so I think it's definitely it's definitely something that as a social media 
Grinch. I prefer, yeah, I, I'm always looking for, for different ways to, to try and get to know different, you know, different mm -hmm. artists and different artwork and stuff like that. And finding, finding those things. I mean, yeah, social media, undeniably, right, uh, does make the discovery phase easy, uh, of such things easier. But it also comes with, you know, uh, you know all of the, the challenges that social media comes with. So, you know, the fact that we've got a whole list of stuff here that people have submitted to us that half of which I've never heard of is fantastic to me. It's yeah. just going to be great. Just I, I'm just going to do uh, what I hope other people will do when they see the show notes. I'm just going to go and like search these things and see what I find and you know, yeah. and see what I can learn and enjoy. Yeah. And, yeah. and buy and support, you know, as well. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. Yes. You know, we've talked about the cost of film rising. We've talked about, obviously, you know, cameras and, and all of these things that are, you know, worrying, I suppose. But Azeem, usually you're not looking more than 15 quid, usually. You know, it's... it's yeah. uh, oh, well, I have to nice put my prices like, up. Entry. <laughs> it's a nice entry point, though, isn't it? You know, a way of still investing within the community investing within the uh, industry and supporting other small independent makers and creators mm. and things and and showing uh, you know putting your money where your mouth is and you know actually showing that um by by purchasing it you know by yes. by actually supporting it um <clears throat> rather than just you know something off amazon yeah. <laughs> i i think the the stuff that we've had submitted this year for the awards really tells the tale of what 2022 has been which if you obviously if you look at the broad picture of 2022 it's been a real trash fire of a year but actually for our community and the stuff that we care about it's been pretty great so uh, we've discussed a lot of small independent people doing awesome things like the the alfie titch and the Reveni stuff uh, but we've also talked about the fact that Leica are bringing the M6 back. All right, it's expensive, but they're bringing it back. You mentioned earlier that Rico and Pentax are talking about a film car. This is really important stuff. Um, there's been so much because of the fact that we've had new films coming out, even in these difficult mm. times. There's been new films coming to market. Kodak and Ilford, the two biggest players, working to bring out new films, but also other smaller labs working yeah. to do stuff. Uh, photo print day coming, you know, happening. I know it's not just an analog thing, but you know, the fantastic news things happening within the community. There's been so much great stuff going on this year and i think that's really important because it's really easy to get bogged down in all the other crap that's but, <laughs> but actually there's been an absolute ton of really positive stuff going on this year yeah. making our hobby uh better than it's ever been all right expense wise not great but everyone's working really hard to try and mitigate that as mm. best they can from the labs to the half frame cameras to whatever it might be and you know we're it's it's a good time to be shooting film and enjoying this as a hobby and seeing what people are doing with it as well. Mm. It's just, it's been a really good year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. And I, I think that that is a, a, a great uh, capping piece to our uh, Sunny's Awards for 2022. So thank you for the closing speech, Graham. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, well, thank, you for, thank you for joining us, which, which almost wraps up our show, actually, for this week. But I know Claire has something she wants to share as well. Uh, and I just do. before we say Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. I want to tell everybody about an opportunity. So... <clears throat> um, if listeners may, or they might not have heard of um, an analogue photography festival um, called Revelat, which is out in Catalonia, and it's um, in a village called, 
I hope I don't pronounce this terribly, Plaza de Dart, which is about 30 minutes outside of Barcelona. And I was very lucky to be on the residency there um, this back in September. It is a fantastic um, photography analog photography festival that runs over a, a couple of weeks it's the quality of work is really quite phenomenal and the it's spread all over the city or the city the, the village um, and it's incredibly well organized by um, the directors so there's pep and gloria and anna and a team of people who bring people from all over the world anyway there is an open call currently running um, for, um, you know, encouraging, open for invitations for people to submit a project proposal. Um, the theme for 2023 is paths or Camino, which means paths. So however you interpret that. Um, and the deadline for the open call is January the 10th, 2023. The actual festival next year begins on June the 3rd with the main weekend um, on June the 9th. Um, so I just want to encourage as many people um, to go online and look at Revelat um, online. They have a Twitter, a, a Twitter and Instagram and a website. And, you know, if you feel... Um, you've got work or a body of work or you want to take new work and you feel like it fit the theme of um you know camino path then then please do so you've got till january the 10th and um, claire um, yeah. is that um open call slightly different from the residency that you did or is that the same thing no, the, 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 there's an open call for the the resident residency so if you're selected for the residency you go for a week and you mm -hmm. are with eight other individuals and you will um be there the week before the the festival the main festival weekend mm -hmm. and you will um you know learn about the festival you might be doing some work mm -hmm. there's that open call but there's also an open open call um to exhibit there to, to right. exhibit your work yeah yeah yes a okay. body of work okay. um to the theme of of paths so um so there's all formats you know big you know all different formats but as long as it's analog so mm. yeah so i just awesome. wanted to make people aware of that cool Yes, absolutely. Well, and of course, a chance, and people, for people who go, a chance to meet you as well, Claire, of course, because you'll be there. Yes, I'll be, well. there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Honestly, and, it, and, it, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful place. The weather is glorious. And so, yeah, and, and super, really well, really lovely team and very, very well organised. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, right. Definitely. Well, okay. There we go then. So, um, a good, a good opportunity for everybody for next year. Uh, I think that's us done. I think not just done for the show. Oh no, Rach, Hans, yeah. Rach has put her hand up. Everybody, <laughs> you don't need to put I did actually put it in the chat. Just did you? Uh, oh, sorry, I've not yeah. been looking at the chat, right? Rach. Um, no, it's fine. Um, uh, it was just because it reminded me because Claire was talking about this fantastic open call with um, Revelat, uh, and it reminded me that there is also the um, the Sony World Photography Awards are currently running. Oh um and we also have the liverpool city region photo awards okay. so i'm going to be one of the judges for the analog category for that 
Oh, wow, um, nice. Um, uh, I don't know, mention this. Maybe I haven't mentioned this. Not it's, to me. Life's but... been a bit mad, so <laughs> apologies if I hadn't. Graham is nodding, saying that yeah. I have Def- It definitely it. was in the group chat, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I've been asked <laughs> to be a, uh, a judge for the analogue category um, for the Liverpool City Photo Awards. So that was really lovely. That's in association with Open Eye Gallery um, yeah. in Liverpool, which is a photography gallery, mm-hmm. um, basically for the North. And um, as part of that, basically, I think there's about six or seven categories that you can submit your work to. And if you are an analogue shooter, um, you can also specify that, you know, what camera and stock and what have you were shot on um, and anything that has been um, created as an analog photograph will come through to myself. Um, I'm going to be. I've got two co co judges. Um, there'll be Neil from Ilford mm-hmm. um, and Mary from Open Eye Gallery, and myself, obviously from Little Vintage Photography. So mm-hmm. um, we are currently in the midst of organising a date in January where we can all sit down together, whether that be in person or virtually, uh, to go through uh, all the images that have. Um, that have been filtered through to us Mm -hmm. Um, there is literally no reason not to submit to it it is free um, to enter and everybody who does submit to it um, will have their work displayed on the um, exterior um, uh, screen at the gallery as well so Mm -hmm. if there's uh, shots of of Liverpool of the city or if obviously you are resident you know within the city region uh, then I believe you would be able to and eligible to enter so if nothing else a great um, you know excuse to come and shoot some film and you can come and do a workshop with me and we can process it (laughs) it's really it's really photogenic isn't it and around especially around the part you know where the open eye is yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, on Man Island, so that's out yeah, on the, on the yeah. docks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the docks. So I just thought it popped into my head because the deadline for that, I think, is around the, the same sort of time. Claire, I think it's like the 9th or something. Yeah. Jam. Um, so have a little look on the Open yeah. Eye Gallery website. Uh, that should be there as well. And uh, make good use of your Christmas break, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Can I mention one more thing as well? And this is to the, our listeners to say thank you to the people that listen to us every week and to the coffee donors as well. Yeah, and absolutely. To, to make it yeah. possible to to run, isn't it? So massive thank you to all the yeah. listeners. Absolutely, I very yes. much enjoy being a listener every week now. It's been, <laughs> that's been a real treat for me. I, I like this is way easier. I'm enjoying this life. So, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well said, Claire. Uh, yes, thank you ever so much to everybody who listens uh, and to everybody who supports us. Uh, you know, as coffee donors, um, that is it, that does give us uh, you know the the ability to keep running, um, to keep doing th- interesting things. Uh, hopefully, interesting things. I guess the li- listeners will be the judge of that. Uh, we find them interesting and to yeah really the support for sunny 16 is awesome uh and we love you all and thank you very much for listening yeah, yeah absolutely what a, what a lovely way to end the end the year end the year yes yeah. so so merry christmas uh, or if yeah, christmas merry isn't christmas. your thing happy holidays um uh yeah wherever you might be uh listening to this um we'll be back i think we're going to take a two-week break now uh oh. or, or a one-week break at can least 
I forget. Uh, our diary is up in the but air back a little on the bit. Tenth. I think we, we were on the third, but we're tenth now. Tenth. Okay, so we we are taking a two week break then. Okay, excellent. So this, yes. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, everybody, um, and a very good New Year as well. Uh, we will be back in a few weeks uh, with the first of the twenty twenty three sunny 16 wow. shows which is wow. crazy how time flies uh yeah. yes but uh there we go um enjoy yourselves all stay healthy and happy and we'll see you soon bye-bye merry christmas, uh, merry christmas. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>